verse number 28. What shall we do that we might work the works of God? Now, how many of you would like to do the works of God tonight? I mean, really scripturally know what to do to do the works of God. Now, we get a lot of instructions. We hear a lot of things. And, and if you listen to the radio, if you're, if you're uh, uh, wherever, whatever, uh, whomever, you hear a lot of ideas and so forth. But biblically, if we are going to do the will of God, Jesus tells these people right here how to do the will of God. Then they said unto him, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? I want to do some of the works of God. Jesus answered and said unto them, and this is red in this Bible. I mean, that's hot and ready to go, you know. This is the work of God that ye believe on him whom he has sent. Now, if you're going to do the works of God, you are going to believe on him whom he has sent. Now, let's go to the 16th chapter of the book of Matthew. We will begin, the Lord being our helper. Verse number 13. In the 16th chapter. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? Now, Mark this in your mind. Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? Amen? Now, I got one sheet of paper here, uh, front and back, that I'm going to bring this Bible study from. And this, this little sheet of paper has some history to it. It's 30-something years old. The first church I ever pastored, I had to answer this question. And so, I just sat down and put it together like it is, right here. And I've never changed it. You know why? Because the scriptures never changed on me. It's just like it was 30 years ago. And friend, if everything stays intact, it'll stay together another 30 years. So Jesus asked him the question, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man? Who did they say? And then they answered him, and they said, and, and they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, and some Elias, and others Jeremiah, are one of the prophets. They said, we, The people think you are a reincarnated human being. John the Baptist never accomplished what Jesus Christ will. Uh, who we got? John the Baptist? Elias? Elisha? Oh, he was a great one, but he never come up to Jesus Christ. And others, Jeremiah, the old weeping prophet, a great one, but he never come up to Jesus Christ. None of these fellows ever shed their blood for my sins. None of these fellows ever become the head of the body. None of these fellows ever, ever, in all of their greatness, None of them ever had the privilege of the power and the authority that Jesus Christ has. Amen? He is not reincarnated. He is not John the Baptist come back. He is not Elisha come back. He is not Jeremiah that has come back. 
He is God veiled in flesh to come back. Hmm. They said, and he said unto them, but whom say ye that I am? You know, it really doesn't matter what other people are saying. It really doesn't. But, but who do you think he is? Well, what are people saying? Well, Jeremiah and John the Baptist and Elisha and, and that. But, but he said, who do you? Who do you say? Who do you say? But whom say ye that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Now, this said the Son of the living God. The other said the Son of Man. You may be seated. How did he become the Son of Man? Well, it's very simple. That is the physical, listen to me, physical. That is the body. That is the physical. The Son of Man is the body, the physical. The Son of God is the spiritual. And this is all in one body. All in one body. He is the Son of Man. He is the Son of God. And his name is Jesus. All right, get me I'm going to start here with the Bible. Uh, get me Luke 1.35. Get me uh, Matthew 1.20. Uh, oh, Jesus, help me here. Did I give Matthew 1.20 and 1.18? Get 18 and 20 together. Uh, get me John, St. John, 1. And hold that. Someone else got a Bible? 1 John 5 and 7. Who's getting that? Okay, you ever raise your hand? Get me First Timothy three sixteen, Colossians one nineteen. I'll give these out as we go, so you won't have to fight it. Colossians two nine. Whoever has some nineteen can get seventeen. Hold that with it. Saint John chapter seventeen verse five. We'll start there. We'll start there. The Son of God and the Son of Man. Jesus, who art thou? Who do you think that I am? And what is your answer? Is your answer that he is one of the three gods? Let me ask this audience something. I am not asking funny questions, so don't feel like there are no trick questions. I, I am asking sincerely, seriously. Is there anybody in here that does not believe that Father and God are the same in the Bible when you read them? Do you believe Father and God are the same when you read them? Is there anybody that don't? I'm going to use them together if you do. Uh, we'll put Father up here. And God. Interchangeable, right? Father and God. And the second is what? The Son. And the Holy Ghost. 
spirit. How many believe it's a spirit? Praise God. Now, we got a little lady down here. And boy, I'm not a good lady drawer, so please don't get excited about this thing, lady. Because I am going to put a dress on her. It may not look right, but we are going to have long hair. We're going to put a smile on her face. Let it see. Oh, that didn't look too good, lady. We'll do it this way. Now, now this is called who? Mary. M-A-R-Y. Is that Mary? And she's going to have a son. And his name is going to be what? Now, who do men say that I am? Jesus Christ is talking. He is asking this question. Who do you think I am? Who do you believe that I am? Now, the Bible said, Brother, Brother Character uh, quoted this while ago, that uh, doctrine is for what? Reproof, rebuke, correction, instruction. And teaching is trying to instruct on the Word of God. So that's what we're going to try to do. Now, Jesus said, I want to know who you think I am. Am I a reincarnated individual to you? Am I the second person in the Godhead to you? Are there three persons in the Godhead? The Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost? Are they, are they three separate persons in the Godhead? Now, we've got to go by... If we're going to do the works of God... We're going to have to believe on him whom he sent. Who sent who? The way you're confusing me. Hey, I am not a bit confused. If you'll just hang with me, I'm telling you. Uh, this thing, we believe. Ephesians 4 and 5. Somebody just quote it for me. Here it is. Say it out loud. One. Lord. One Lord. Now that's Ephesians 4 and 5 if you want to look at it. And you can add as many as you want to, but God does not recognize them. There's only one Lord. And friend, he said one faith. And he said one baptism. Father of all, above all, and in you all and through you all. Let me tell you something. This thing gets exciting and I can't let myself get excited because I'm trying to teach you something. That's the reason I like to preach. I can get excited and run and jump and you... <laughs> But when you teach, you got to kind of hang in here. Now, if everybody understand, I said if. If. Can you read that if? Don't look too good, but can you read it? If there are three persons in the Godhead like some are teaching. Now, we are not teaching you a church Doctrine. We are teaching you a scriptural doctrine. We are talking about being in the body of Christ, not a church member. You just don't join this church. You have to be born into it. Well, when they told me that, I thought, I just kind of felt like, oh, who was it, Nicodemus? Can a man be, go back to his mother's womb? Can you be born again? But Jesus said, except. Now, you can't erase that except a man be born of God. So, if there are three distinct persons in the Godhead, which one of them is the father of Jesus? We know Mary is the mother. Nobody argues about that. But now, who is the father? If we got a father in God up here, of course, we know the son's here, and then we have the Holy Ghost. And we are calling them three distinct persons in the Godhead. 
Read the scripture I give you. I don't have it in front of me. What did I give you? 135. Just read it. Oh, wait a minute. The angel said to Mary, it's going to be the what? The Holy Ghost? The Holy Ghost? Is that scriptural? Everybody writing this down? I'm not going to write it all on the board. I can't write all that much on this little board. This is Luke 135. The Holy Ghost is going to come up on you, the power of the highest. It's going to overshadow thee. Therefore, that holy son, that holy thing, which shall be born of you, Mary, shall be called the Son of God. Wait a minute. Whoa, don't get your hands up yet. We got, we got confusion here. He's the Son of God, but the Holy Ghost done the business. Who's got Matthew 1, 18? Now this is the way he was born, Matthew 1, 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. Mary is a spouse to Joseph before they were ever together. Now wait a minute, what a situation. Mary comes up pregnant. You sure you can read right? Before they ever come together, Mary has never known a man, but yet she has born a seed and a child is going to be born. Now, you can chase this down. You're going to have to do some studying on yourself. In fact, if you're going to be saved, the Bible said study to show yourself approved. So we're just giving you an outline. You're going to have to do some studying yourself. But this is this has been prophesied that a virgin shall bring forth a son. So this is not out of the scriptural contents of the Old Testament. It was it has been prophesied this is going to happen. Read on. Now Joseph thinking on these things. Now the angel of the Lord came to Joseph. Now, this is what the angel said to Joseph. Joseph, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For that which is conceived of her is of the what? Hey, there's our second witness. Is of the Holy Ghost. That conception is with the Holy Ghost. We don't. And she will, she shall, she will bring forth a son. And you shall call his name Jesus. Or he will be the savior of the people from their sins. Oh, let's praise him for it. Hallelujah. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Now, I don't know whether, whether you are... are, are drifting with me yet or not but but if you believe they are three persons I I'm gonna be honest with you I never even give it a second thought I never heard it taught in the other churches that I attended nobody ever tried to teach me three distinct persons in the Godhead after I believe that there's one God and three manifestations then they began to tell me 
that they were three persons. I'm going to tell you right out front, there's only one. The Holy Ghost overshadowed Mary. Everybody agree with that? So if there are three, I'm trying to write backwards. If there are three, then God the Father had absolutely nothing to do with the birth of Jesus Christ. Nothing. If there are three. Now, if they're not three, that changes this thing a whole bunch, don't it? Amen? Well, let's race this. There's not. We're going to get rid of the if and put it back up like it's supposed to be. Praise the Lord. When Jesus was born, now, now he asked the question, who do you say that I am? I'm asking you tonight as a believer. I'm asking you as one that's in this congregation tonight, whether you're a member or whether you're not a member, whether you have been born again, whether you have the Holy Ghost or don't have it, whether you've been baptized in Jesus' name or not, I'm not asking you uh, those questions. I'm asking you, who do you think Jesus really is? He is not an uh, illegitimate child. We just read where he was the son of man. Where did he get that physical? He got it from Mary. You know why? Because this doesn't have a physical body. How did he become the son of God? The John 4.24 said God's the spirit. How did he become the, the son of the spirit? He got it through the Holy Ghost. Amen? Got to give him a coat on. Praise the Lord. What do we got? Uh, let's go to 1 John. St. John. Now listen to me. We have got the, the Son of Jesus. The Holy Ghost overshadowed him. We have the Father, our God. We have the Son and the Holy Ghost. One. Not three. One. In Spanish you say uno. Uno. Uno it's one. Everybody in here uno it's one. That's all there is. No more. That's it. They're one. They're manifestation. God is the manifestation. The Bible said, we probably won't get to this far in, in all of the scripture, but the, the Bible teaches you that, that the Spirit has not flesh and blood. The Holy Ghost does not have flesh and blood. Who does have? It's the Son. Let's read Matthew 1. I mean John, St. John. Excuse me, St. John, chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word. Now, look at this. In the beginning was the Word. The Word is with God. Now, why did he write it like this? In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In the beginning. In the beginning. Genesis 1 and 1 said, in the beginning. We're going back to the beginning. Where was Jesus Christ in the beginning? What's this, why is this scripture even in the book of St. John? Say it again. I didn't hear you. All right. That sounds good. All right. There is no beginning till the Word. Do you know what put everything into motion? Spoken Word. <laughs> 
It wasn't there till there was a word. So in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. It was with God, and it was God. Read on. The same was in the beginning with God. All things that were all things were made by him. And without him, without him, not anything was made without the word. There was no creation to the word. Fourteenth verse. St. John 1.14. Whoa, are you reading that right? The word, the word is made flesh. Who is the flesh? Who is the flesh? The son. Son is the flesh. What is the John 4 and 24 say? God is a what? God is a spirit. Now, when you read in your Bibles, you that, you that have, have not really got the revelation of this, uh, as you read your Bible, you, you, you look at this. When you see God and Father, you think of spirit. You don't think as an old man. You think of spirit. God is a spirit. The Bible says that, John 4 and 24. They that worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. Amen. You cannot really worship God like he wants to be worshipped without the Holy Ghost. Because you've got to worship him in spirit and truth. So here it is. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. And the Word was made flesh. So where was Jesus Christ? How can they be one? Where was this Son in the beginning? This Son is the Word. Come on, Chalk, stay with me. This son is the word in the beginning. Yeah, he was. He wasn't flesh and blood. Every time God spoke something, it was a son. He's the word. And the word became flesh. It didn't say God become flesh. It said the word become flesh. Did it say that? Your Bible, reading, you reading with me? And the word was made flesh and what? And dwelt among us. <laughs> oh, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father. And we have said the Father is not the Father, but the Father is the Holy Ghost. And now he's saying the glory is, is the Father. What are you saying, Brother John? I'm saying we're talking about spirit and flesh. Do you understand this? We're talking about spirit and flesh. We're not talking about three persons. We're talking about three manifestations, not persons. I asked my, my mother when she so vividly said, Son, there are three distinct persons in the Godhead, co-equal, co-eternal. I said, Whoa, Mama, stop right here. Do you have the Holy Ghost? Yes, I sure do. How in the world did you ever accept a man? Now, if the Holy Ghost is a person, how did you get the Holy Ghost? Friend, I got the Holy Ghost. I didn't get a person. I got a spirit. I want you to know I got something that was genuine that would live within me. Not another person. I didn't get another person. I got the spirit. What would you get? Now, you cannot believe both. Church, young people, you cannot believe both. You can't believe he's a person and that you can receive him. You can't do it. You just cannot do it. 
this common knowledge, this, this rational thinking will tell you that you, if the Holy Ghost is a person, you just didn't get it. Let's read that one more time. Who's reading for me? Where are we at? Read that 14th verse. All through. I'll be quiet. The Word was made from flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, and glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Here it is. Now, regardless of what we think, this down here is full of grace and truth. Full of grace and truth. It's no wonder Jesus said, well, let's just read it. John 10, 30, or quote it, somebody. <laughs> I, I'm afraid you don't know that Bible that well. Are you sure that's what it said? How many believe he's right? What did it say? Say it out loud. I and my Father are one. Jesus said that in, in John, St. John 10 and 30. I and my Father are one. I and my, who, who, what's his fatherhood? What are you going to accept? Is God the Father, the Holy Ghost the Father? What, is the, what, are we, what are we looking at? I and my Father are one. What's he saying? He's saying that the flesh and the spirit. I mean, here it is. He's in the flesh. Well, you can't read it. I can't write it where you can anyway, but there it is. He's in the flesh, and he's the spirit. And he has flesh and bones. And he has blood. And that is the reason that he comes, was to shed that blood. Amen? Praise the Lord. There is no way, there is no way. Let's read some more scripture. The word, uh, verse, let's read 1 John 5, 7 to go with this. What bears record? For there are three that bear record in heaven. There are three. Listen to this. There are three that bear record in heaven. This is 1 John 5, 7, right? 1 John 5, 7. There are three that bear record in heaven. The Father and the Word and the Holy Ghost. Well, wait, 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 wait. What kind of education you got? What does it say? These three are... Hey, the word don't change. The word don't change. This this written Bible, this the word of God is. A, I don't care how many translations and new things they want to write. It's not going to change what God has said. You can rip all you want to out of your Bible. All you're doing is ripping your chances of being in the rapture of the church. Now, if you're interested in being saved, you're interested in doctrine. Somebody said, I just don't like doctrine. I just like to hoop and shout and jump and run. You need to know why you're hoop and shout and jumping and running. There ain't no use hoop and shout and jumping and running. Just because somebody caught a pigskin. You can go down here and watch that and then go home empty. But I'll guarantee you one thing. You can't come up here and let the Holy Ghost get on you and you hoop and jump and hop and hop and jump and shout and carry on and go home empty. You ain't going home empty. You may go home tired, but you're not retired. Praise God, you have something that God has given you. And the Word will set us free. Praise the Lord. Know the truth. There are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Father, that's the Spirit, the Word, 
and the Holy Ghost. What are the manifestations of, of God? God is the, in the beginning, in creation. Right? The Son, Jesus Christ, in redemption. That's God veiled in flesh. Hey, hey, we missed Emmanuel, which is Emmanuel with us. Did I not give that to somebody in Matthew? Did I give it to somebody? Well, get it for me, will you? Uh, oh, help me, Jesus. I don't want to get bogged down here. There's just so much doctrine that you want to, uh, you know, there's so many things that, that intertwine and build into this thing. When you really get excited about doctrine, friend, you are on the right track. I dare you to prove me wrong. I mean... I, uh, nobody wants my old car. Brother Elders is not here, and he's got a Lincoln. So I'll just do this, and I'll stand on my word, and you as my witness. If you prove this to be wrong, I'll just give you his Lincoln. He ought to been here. Don't tell them that. They might not want it. Right. I'll give you, I'll even go further than that. Brother Jack, I've known him uh, since he got the Holy Ghost. I'll give you all the money he's got in the bank. Just write you a check. Now, it won't be no good because it's going to be my name, so you're all right. What are you saying, Brother John? I'm just saying to you tonight, this thing is so positive. When you begin to study doctrine, you, you get it like it is. It's not hearsay. It's not what somebody else has said. You begin to study this for yourself. Study to show thyself approved. Hey, is this guy, is this crazy guy right or not? I mean, is this Bible or not? Well, everything I give you has been scriptural. And God said he didn't know no other gods. I don't know how anybody else has got acquainted with them. Unless it's at a Nicene Council, and that's a whole other story. You need to come and hear that story about the Nicene Council. They changed the mode of baptism there. Dear Lord, help them, help them hypocritical Man, who wants to change the Word of God? Who wants to cut it? Who wants to change? I kind of enjoy it like it is. How many of you enjoy it like it is? You got that for me? Where is this? Matthew one twenty three. Behold, a virgin shall be with child. This is that. Here, here we are here. Behold, a virgin's going to be with child. He's going to bring forth a son. And they shall call his name. Here it said, Emmanuel. Emmanuel, everybody with us? Which being interpreted, this is scripture now, this is not my interpretation, which being interpreted scripturally is God, God, where are you? Oh, over here. God with us. God with us. Emmanuel, God with us. How did he get here? Now, will you not backslide if I, if I use a term that I heard Billy Graham use? He said, and boy, it, it, just, it, just, it just hit me. You know, he teaches oneness. <laughs> Anybody who teaches the Bible teaches oneness when they go to add and what they think. Well, anyway, this is what he said. He and his son was walking. They come up on a, an anthill, and the little ants were dying in this anthill in the Carolinas. And his son said, Dad, look at this. The little bitty ants are dying. I wish there's something we could do for them or someplace that we could take them and help them, this ant bed. And his dad looked at him and he said, but son, they are so little and we are so big that we can't help them. And then he said, it dawned on him that God was so omnipotent and so omnipresent 
that he looked down and seen what he had created, us little human beings, and he said, I am so big and they are so little, i got to do something to help them. So he came as a babe, as we are, and lived among us and died and shed his blood that he could do something about our situation. He done something about our situation. He came from the vastness of God, of the glory of heaven. He came from all of that to a virgin and came as a son. And Emmanuel, we read it from the scripture, Emmanuel, which being interpreted is, that's God with us. That's God with us. Friend, when you're talking about Jesus Christ, you're talking about God with us. God veiled in flesh, in human form. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my. Oh, my. Help me, Jesus. Oh, these three are one. The three, let's go, let's go to Timothy 3.16. Find out some more about this God. First Timothy 3.16. Did I give that to somebody? Now, now listen to this. Without controversy, ain't no use you arguing about it. This doesn't. This ain't even to be. Uh, this, this is without controversy. Great is the mystery of godliness. What? 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 God was. Everybody say was. Manifested. God was manifested in the flesh. Without controversy. Great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh. John three. Uh, not John. I'm, Timothy 3.16, God was manifested in the flesh. Now, you want to argue with that? We just read it in Matthew. Matthew said that it was Emmanuel, God in the flesh. Now we got over here Timothy. Timothy's saying, hey, it, it, you know, there's no converse about this thing. God was manifested in the flesh. That's not all. Oh, he was justified in the spirit. He was seen of angels. Priest of the Gentiles, God. We're talking about God. Priest unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received up into glory. God, God was manifested in the flesh. Flesh and spirit, flesh and spirit. You need to get this, this in your mind so that every time you read the Bible and you say, Father, you think, boy, that's the spirit. That's the Spirit. You read the Holy Ghost, that's the Spirit. That's the Spirit. You read the Son, uh, that's, that's the flesh. That's the body. That's the body. That's the flesh. You read God, oh, that's the Spirit. That's the Spirit. You read Father, oh, that's the Spirit. That's the Spirit that overshadowed Mary. That's not a man. That's the Spirit. That is the Spirit. God's the Spirit. The Father's the Spirit. The Son is the flesh. Oh, my God. My God, it's so simple if you'll just read your Bible with that in your mind it'll clear you will understand you can't help but understand it oh my god colossians 119 somebody get colossians 2 9 while we're getting this one together colossians 119 oh it pleased the father my my he's pleased for it pleased the father that in him who's the him everybody get your attention up here come on stay with me this is doctrine Hey, this is doctrine. This will save you. Read it again. For it pleased the Father. Now, what is the Father? What did I tell you to put in there? It pleased the Spirit. It pleased the Spirit. That what? That in Him. Who's the Him? Who did we preach about last night? This is the confidence that we have in who? Him. Why do we have confidence in Him? Because it pleased the Father that in Him should all fullness. All fullness dwell. We're missing the word. 
fullness of the Godhead. We missed the word here. 2-9. Did I give you the wrong one? Okay, go to the next one. 2-9. You're, you're doing all right. I'm the one that's doing wrong. Stay with me. For in him. Now this Colossians 2-9. For in him dwelleth all of the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Bodily. The flesh. It all dwells in him. Now either it all does or our Bible lied. God was manifested in flesh. All of fullness dwells in him. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Mm. Oh, Jesus, help me. Who has 17? You got it right there? You're right on it. Colossians 117. You're right there. He is before all things. How did he get before all things? Because there was nothing that was ever made until he became word. He is before all things. Are y'all marking this? You getting this down on some paper? He is before all things. And by him, by him all things consist. Is that all of it? There it is. 18 says, he is the head of the body. The church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. Oh, that in all things, that in all things he, who's the he, might have the preeminence. Listen to me. Doctor. The Old Testament, they had to shed the blood of animals. There had to be a blood shedding. They would go into the, into the tabernacle and they, they had the, the uh, steps they went through. Excuse me. And, and finally they had to have the blood and sprinkle it. And it rolled sins ahead for one year. But Jesus Christ, God looked at that and he said, I've got to do something about this. So he came. That he could have preeminence. And he shed his blood. He walked in there, friend. He shed his blood. He sprinkled his blood. There it was. It took care of eternity. There's no rolling it ahead for a year at a time. When you have the blood of Jesus Christ applied to you. Hey, I said Jesus Christ. That's the only one that has any blood. God don't have no blood. Only through Jesus Christ. That's not good English, but that works. God don't have blood. God don't have bones. Jesus Christ is the only body of this Godhead. And he's the one that shed the blood. This is why when he was on the cross, here's the body crying out, My God, my God, because God's the Spirit. Why have you forsaken me? God is the Spirit. The Spirit just left the body there to, to suffer. The body suffered and shed the blood. Not the Spirit. The Spirit wasn't physical. The body was physical. The Spirit lifted. And he said, my God, my God, my Spirit, my Spirit, why are you leaving me? That wasn't two gods. That was the Spirit of God leaving the body there to shed the blood that would pay for my sins. Oh, my God. He has preeminence over everything that ever was. Oh, everything that's ever been created came from the Word. Oh, Jesus, help me tonight. Help me tonight. Oh, my God, time's going too fast. Oh, help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, this one, St. John 17, 5. Now, now, oh, Father, listen to this. Who's saying this? Jesus. He said, now, oh, Father. Who's the Father? Spirit. Are you, are you with me? You reading with us? Now, oh, Spirit. Now, oh, Father, glorify me, the Son. With what? Is that all of it? There you are. Okay. Now listen to this. Listen. I want her to read it all the way through. 
Because I interrupted her. Read it all the way through for me. Glorify thy wait. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self with the glory which I had with thee before the, the world was. Jesus, what are you talking about? You was with God before the world was. And now he's saying, now, O Father, glorify me with the glory that I had with you before the world was. We're talking about spirit. We're talking about body. We're talking about saving. We're talking about uh, the price that has been paid. We're talking about, you talk about sacrifice. Friend, our God sacrificed all of heaven to come as a babe in flesh. And now Jesus is saying, I want to be glorified with the same glory. I want to have the same that I had with you before the world was. What was that? That's the word. That's the word. When he, God said, let there be light, there was light. But it didn't happen until he said it. And the word. He said, I want that same, I want that same place with you. Amen. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And he'll keep it until he gives it up at the end. Back to the Father like it was. Help me, Jesus. Well, that's not to confuse you. Oh, John 8, 25. John 8, 24. <laughs> oh, help me, Jesus. Just 24. Read 24 and 25. I say therefore unto you that you will die in your sin for if you believe not that I am he. Now hold that. Is that really scriptural? Brother character, if it is, that is what brought you into this body. Because when we went to your house that day, you did not have no intentions. Mm -mm. But the elder said, I want you to go with me to meet a fella. We went over to his house. He introduced me. And he was very kind. He was not rude. But he was very set. And this little wife sitting beside him, he sat off somewhere else. She wasn't interested until he got in the baptistry. And she couldn't wait no longer. I remember what done that? Because he said, except you believe that I am he. Who is the I? Except you believe I. That's Jesus Christ. He said, except you believe that I, Jesus Christ, am he. Who's he? God. <laughs> except you believe that I am God, you're going to die in your sins. You know why? Because you can't be saved without baptism in Jesus' name. You must believe in the name of Jesus Christ to be saved. You'll die in your sins. Not Oh, help me tonight. God, help me tonight. You're going to die in your sins because you do not believe that your sins will be washed away. They cannot be washed away. They can, it cannot happen to you unless you understand. Who do you say that I am? I say he's my Savior. I say he's the one that paid for my sins. I say he's the one that went and made a price that I don't have to pay. Hey, I'm not perfect. I'm striving for perfection. I've never made it. I've got some mistakes. I've made some mistakes. But I have a God that has never made one. And he is the appropriation for my sins. He is the advocate. Oh, God, he's the one that gives me the pardon. Oh, Jesus, help me tonight. When I'm in trouble, I don't need a advocate I need pardon who am I going to go to he said except you believe that I'm here except you believe Jesus Christ except you believe that I am God you will die in your sins you get that do you understand that 
You have got to get this into your head. You have got to get it into your soul that God and Father is spirit, Holy Ghost is spirit, the Son is the flesh, the body, and somehow or another you've got to believe what the Bible has said. I'm my Father or one. Nobody in here can say that. Oh, Jesus, that's one hour by my clock. I've been here one hour. And we still, we hadn't even, we're just still here, aren't we? Mm. Are we through? You read 24 and 25? Who art thou? Now, now read that again. This John 25, 425. They said to him, instead of him saying, they said to him, who art thou? Who are you? They're talking to Jesus Christ. Who are you, Jesus? And Jesus said unto them, Even the same that I said unto you from the beginning. I haven't changed. I'm still the same that I said unto you from the beginning. I'm Emmanuel, God. I am Emmanuel. I am God with you. Revelation said I'm Alpha and Omega. I'm the beginning and the ending, which was, which is, and which is to come. Oh, my God, my God, there isn't another. There just is another. You, somehow or another, he's trying to get it across to you and I tonight that there is one Lord and one faith and one baptism, and that God's name is Jesus Christ. Quickly, somebody get me Matthew 28, 19. This is, this is a, the best place in the world that I know to find the name. And I will... Stop here. I don't want to bore you completely to death. Matthew 28, 19 said, Go ye. Go you, therefore, and teach. That's what we're trying to do. Teach all nations. Baptizing them. Baptizing them in the name, N-A-M-E, in the name of the Father and of the Son. And of the Holy Ghost. The Father's name, the Son's name, the Holy Ghost's name. You go and teach the nation, baptizing them in that name. What is the name of the Father? Jesus said, I come in my Father's name. I'm a Jones because my father was a, a Jones. You're a Smith because your father was a Smith. Right? Hung up. Hallelujah. Help me, Jesus. When Jesus said, I come in my Father's name, then what's his Father's name? Can you argue with that? If he said, I done it, he done it. I mean, if y'all want to change it, you, you just have to argue with God when you get there. You know? And we done read Matthew one twenty one that thou call this boy's name Jesus. So the son's name is Jesus. And Jesus said, I'll pray the Father. Uh-oh, who's the Father? Who's the Father? Spirit. Come on. The Father and God's Spirit. I'll pray the Father, or I'll pray the Spirit, that he will send forth the Holy Ghost in my name. What's my name? So what is the name of the Holy Ghost? What name did it come in? So when you get the Holy Ghost, what have you got? What did he say? Greater is he that's in you. Who's the he that's in you? Come on, come on. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. You have overcome them, my little children, because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. That's the Spirit. That is the Spirit of God. That is Jesus Christ's Spirit. Jesus said the things that I've done, you can do. We don't believe that or we'd be doing it. See, we're not doing the works because we don't believe in whom he sent. Like we should. But some of us can't even get saved because we won't believe it. 
We've been indoctrinated. Man, this thing come back from years. I, I was raised uh, whatever. I was raised, my grandparents were Methodists. That's what they were. That's where I went to church. I was raised. I was raised in the Methodist church till my dad remarried, raised in the Baptist church after that. And, and, and God help us. Uh, joining churches is not it, friends. I'm here to tell you. You must believe on this name. Except you believe that I'm he, you will die in your sins. Somehow or another, you must. You just got to get some doctrine inside of you that the wind can't come. And somebody said, well, I don't know about that. Well, I do because God said it. Now, who are, are you greater than God? Did you ever create a world? Hey, let me ask you something. Did you even ever make a mosquito? Much less an elephant. Man, some people get the idea that they are greater than God. They are smarter than God. They are bigger than God. They got more knowledge than God. They have more authority than God. And they'll just tell you that's a bunch of hooey. And if you mess with it, you are going to... It's heresy. It's the way of heresy. You're going to hell. And all you got to do is simply say, Prove to me by the Bible that this is wrong. That's all you got to do. You prove to me by the Bible that this is not right. Oh, my own mother, bless her heart. Mom, you just tell me. You just show me in this book where I'm wrong. That's been several years ago. Oh, Jesus, help us tonight. Help us tonight. All right, that's an hour. That's a whole hour. Thank God. Is it the elder? All right, somebody turn to that. You got it? Read it. Yes. Jesus said this. I've manifested thy name. I have manifested thy name to the disciples, the apostles, to the men that you gave me out of the world. I manifested your name to them. Find the word you gave them to me, and they have kept thy word. They have kept thy word. Now, I know, I know you dollars, bless your heart. You could done, anybody done a better job than I've done, but I've had fun doing it, so you just had to put up with me. Is there a question? Anybody got a question? No, no, I want a question. I don't want a testimony. I want a question. In the beginning, God. Okay, you want to know what the Holy Ghost is. The manifestation of the Holy Ghost is what? It's in regeneration. You're born again. You're regenerated. You're made a new person. Old things pass away. All things become new. That is the manifestations of God. Thank you, sister. I sure did. I ran right over that. Moses. Simple. I mean, uh, how did, here they are at the, at the Mount of Transfiguration and the spirit and the power and the glory of the cloud came down and here was Elijah and Moses and Jesus and Peter and James and John.